From the PSIA ASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and today we're talking inline skating, specifically rollerblades with Miles Cotter Sparrow and Andy Hare. Miles, Andy, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us. You're very welcome. Thanks for having us. Now, Miles, let's start with you. You are the product marketing coordinator with Rollerblade. With everything that's been going on, how has Rollerblade been uh, really adapting to to the changes that we've had to face this year? Well, we've been really quick on our feet with uh, COVID coming in and shutting down ski resorts. The demand for inline skating um, shot through the roof. Uh, We had closed our offices and warehouses and... After coming back in after two weeks, uh, we were just playing catch-up, and uh, we are well above our last year's numbers, and just the numbers in skating are mirroring skating 20 years ago, um, all-time highs. So we've been really quick to react to that, and having put a lot of groundwork in with PSIA and other ski organizations, I think a lot of people have already been thinking about skating, and this was just a catalyst to push them over to the edge and actually purchase skates and get out and start doing something uh, since they can't go skiing or really a lot of their regular life stuff. So that, that I feel like we really were very successful with. Andy, you're very involved in both industries. Uh, what has been your view of inline skating as you've traveled around your district? Well, since we started the whole skate ski program, we've just been on a... a, a a challenge to get people aware of inline skating again and being a, a lifelong skier the correlation between the two sports is so close that there's nothing else that really even even compares to how much it mimics the movements of skiing so for the last five years we've really been pushing skiers to use inline skates in, in the off season or whenever they're not on snow just to to mimic the movements of, of skiing to help improve their skills and we actually rollerblade went to great lengths to build an app that actually lets you follow 20 different exercises that we've created to allow you to hone in your skills so when you hit the snow again you're going to be better balanced and more prepared for the season so what we would always say is you know don't don't spend the first five days of your six-day vacation getting your ski legs under you and have one good day. Rather, do some inline skating to get your, your fitness up and uh, you'll be ready to, ready to hit the slopes in, in good form. You know, Miles, I have to agree with Andy 100% because uh, especially with like a first time on skis lesson, I love it when I hear someone say that they've got a background in inline skating. You know they're in for a really good day. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I mean, people that have that inline skating skill or even ice skating, they just understand good body position and edging. Um, and, and that can take a lifetime for some people on snow or, or having really good instructors to help them understand how to do that. And if you can manipulate an inline skate, in those ways, I mean, you're just going to have a great day. I mean, you're going to go from the bunny hill, so to speak, you know, probably into blues, I wouldn't think, with much issue at all. And can both of you chat a little bit about the relationship with PSIA and um, the goals that PSIA has for education as well as uh, you have at Rollerblade? Miles? You want to take that, Andy? Yeah. 
yeah so so we when we started building the skate to ski training system we wanted to partner up with the leaders in the industry and as far as education goes we decided that that the psia and the u.s ski and snowboard were the, the key programs that really focused on building a, a strong education for its members and so we partnered up with with both of those groups right from the beginning and we've been working hand in hand with with them to make sure we build the right curriculum and the right exercises uh, for the skate ski training system that's exactly um, what what we've built and our app is free for anyone and we pushed it hard with all of the psi membership base and um, really had i think great success with the people who have actually done it and and yeah that's kind of kind of the history of it miles you had five skate to ski events last year how many were planned this year and can you go into a little more detail about what those are uh yeah absolutely yeah we had uh five last year spread across the different regions in in the u.s uh and uh, we had the same plan to go into it deep this year and start to offer um, uh, skate endorsements through the governing body of inline skate instructing uh, called Skate IA. And that would give like all PSIA members the teaching skills of skating to take a skier and turn them into a skater and then start to use the Skate to Ski training system. So we're really going to dive deeper into that this year at the events and uh, get people endorsed. It also helps cover um, insurance issues um, wherever the venue is because Skate IA is, is kind of like a turnkey op uh, for PSIA to host these continuing educational credit events. Um, and that's what we had last year. We definitely had continuing educational credit events in Park City, um, in uh, Central, or um, sorry, in yeah, Central with uh, Ron Shepard, uh, and it, it, it's really amazing to get these skiers on skates and watch them and their their minds light up and, and start to see the correlation and start to be playful on their skates in the way that they are on skis. I mean, it, it's, it's almost um, something that is so simple that it's been interesting to watch how long it's taken for it to be readopted into it. But I think that as Andy was saying, building this app and all these tools and all this digital information is just making it more accessible. I think for years that was missing, so there wasn't really that bridge to get into skating. So that's what's really exciting about having these um, regional skate-to-ski events um, to be that you know entry into the sport and, and give the, the skill and the knowledge needed to you know bring it to friends and, and start skate clubs and things like that. Andy, Miles, are these uh, events anything we're going to be able to have this season in, in the fall? Any chance of something like that happening? Well, I think it really depends on COVID. Honestly, like being optimistic, I would say yes. Leading into the fall, there should be something that exists. Um, and it may be something that's going to be virtual. Um, but it really is one of those things time's going to have to tell. Um Skate IA has some virtual learning capabilities, so they're trying to put their, they're going to be putting their uh, 
Ski to Ski endorsement program online, so PSI instructors can find it and go through that program. Ideally, we would love to be in person and do it, but I think really COVID is going to dictate that in each state's regulations and how many people can get together. I mean, ideally, when we're doing these events, you know, there's 50. I mean, we we are planning on some events that would be 100 people easy, um, but how are we going to do that in today's time other than shifting to some digital platforms? 50 to 100 people. So these are really popular. Oh, extremely. Yeah. And, and it's, and then having like Ed staff come out, like the, for instance, in, um, in, in their, in their mountain there, uh, at Park City, before we did our skate to ski day, I got together with a bunch of, uh, Ed staff members and we went through a learning session, which is the endorsement program and taught them how to teach skating from the really basics, you know, how to get up, how to fall, how to get up from falling, you know, how to break, how to do basic walking, because you're going to be putting people on skates for the first time as a ski instructor, so you want to have that background. So the goal is hopefully that we can get these, um, some PSIA members um, having that knowledge, so then they can start smaller groups that, that um, fall in line with all the COVID uh, regulations in, in said area, wherever they happen to be living. Not to sound negative, but um, what about um, safety uh, apparel or, uh, you know, helmets, pads, things like that? Because falling on snow is one thing. Falling on asphalt can be kind of scary. Absolutely. I mean, we we suggest and recommend that everybody wear a helmet, knee pads, wrist guards, and elbow pads. I mean, even on our app, for instance, like there's some demonstrations from U.S. ski team members, uh, Brennan Ruby and Katie Ryan, and they're wearing some pads, but not all of them. And, and I, if I can remember verbatim what it was, it's basically saying, you know, we, we highly recommend you wear pads. The people you see in this video are not, and they're World Cup ski racers. So if, unless you are a World Cup ski racer, you probably still should be wearing pads. <laughs> so, like, we're very, like, particular about that. We really believe um, in the success of it, too, because there's nothing worse than falling down, scraping yourself up, and then you just don't feel like doing it again. So just wear the pads, you know, and, and go through the, you know, the process of learning to skate because you are going to fall down. It's just the nature of it. Just like on skis, I mean, you can't help but fall. You don't learn without falling. If you're not falling, you're not really progressing or trying things. You know, what I'm really seeing here is you've, you've built a real relationship with PSIASI. Um, we're really working together to get people outside and enhance the skills of both sports. Yeah, and even on top of that, you know, having conversations in your groups on snow when you're teaching and, and reminding people that skating is a good tool so then when they come back for their yearly trip, they're, they're going to be even sharper because they've spent their summer on skates, like if they're coming from Florida or New York or wherever they may reside and they have their, you know, 14 days on snow or maybe less a year, you know, skating is an amazing tool. And I would think personally from an instructor side of view, like I'd love my recurring students to come back even better shape rather than just starting at square one kind of and then getting like two or three days into the time with them and then them getting back to where they were the year before. And I... I had a really great experience in Florida at a Peter Glenn store in Fort Lauderdale. I was doing a skate to ski event with them and a whole family showed up because they heard about the skate to ski program. They'd never skied before and they had a family trip planned to Colorado somewhere. So they came to get on skates, 
practice some skills, and then they ended up buying skates because they wanted to go there and actually have fun. And this was their first ski experience. And to me, like that speaks volumes in you know adoption into the ski sport because skiing is a lot of fun and I'm privileged because I live in Vermont so mountains are right there so that's why I started skiing but what about other people that want to get into it I mean it's it takes some uh, athleticism so skating is definitely that tool let's talk a little bit about the pro pricing that rollerblades offering to our membership can you go into some of the details about that Andy do you want to take that one yeah, sure. So in an effort to, you know, support the partnership and the, and the membership of, of TSIA, we decided to make the skates available to members through the, the, the sponsor um, link off of the website where the, as a PSIA card-carrying member, you can purchase skates at... 40% off the retail price, which is a great deal. So you can get into a great pair of skates for a good, good price. And I, I've never inline skated before, and I'm really interested in moving ahead. Can you recommend some models that I should be looking at? Uh, absolutely. Um, through the Pro Deal site, you get access to all of Rollerblade's products, um, skates and what have you. Um, and we are uh, low in stock and stuff, so you have to kind of, you may have to pick and choose, but basically there's some hard shell skates, the Maxim series, which is amazing. The, my skate that I personally really enjoy, which is the Maxim 90, is a phenomenal um, skate to get into it because the wheels aren't too high. A lot of people like the large three-wheel skates, but if you're starting off, you really want to use a smaller one. So the Maxims are great. Um, there's a Maxim... 84 that's available that's really great um there's some twister models that are really good those are all hard shells so they're going to feel like a ski boot um but even you know even a soft uh, shell uh traditional inline skate would work well too um so like the zetra blade or the macro blade 80 um or macro macro blade 100 all those are phenomenal skates for the skate to ski program and just to add to that given the what we talked about earlier the the sport just blowing up right now availability is very limited right now so if we were to recommend an excellent skate for all members today it would be the max of 84 which we have great availability and they can get it tomorrow if they wanted to and again i'm throwing out some things just uh roadblocks or whatever i live in an area i i just there's really nowhere around here for me to skate I mean, there's different apps out there. You can find things. So sometimes stuff is hidden and you don't really know that it's there. Um, I mean, the most basic way to get into the skate-to-ski lifestyle and inline skating sport is to find an open parking lot that's relatively flat, depending on your skill level. And there's a lot of places out there that you can do that in, whether it be like a church parking lot or even a basketball court or tennis court in a park. Um, You don't need a lot of space to get started and to, to get through... Um, phase one and two of the ski-to-ski system that's on the app and on the website. Um, and then also like Trail Links, which is a phenomenal website. I don't know if anybody's played with it. It's a rail-to-trail conservatory website, and you can search by inline skating, and it will show you bike paths that you could skate on. And there's things that I forgot are even there. Even here in Vermont, I was playing with it the other day. I was like, oh, I forgot that was there, and now I'm going to go skate it. So um, there are a lot yeah, of tools out there. 
But yeah, just to, to add to that, that's, you know, one of the, the beauties of the app is that, I mean, really all you need to perform all of the 20 exercises is a parking lot. And one of the things that we really emphasize not to do to any skater, new or old, is to go look for a big hill. Because unlike skis, you can't just slide them sideways to, to slow down. Um, you need you need to start on a very flat surface and work your way up. So a parking lot is really, if, if you have limited terrain, a parking lot works great. So really with that app, I don't need someone there to help me get started. I can go out uh, onto some flat terrain and uh, really start to get into this on my own. Absolutely. I mean, it's fun to do with a friend, so I was just to you know, drag someone along with the proper uh, face protection and <laughs> social distancing. <laughs> but, but still, you know, uh, yeah, it's fun to do with friends. And, and then you can, you know, maybe video each other and, you know, play with some technique analysis and things like that. But yeah, total solo, which is the beauty of COVID time. I mean, everybody's trying to stay safe, so... And the beauty of COVID time leads me to my last question. Andy, what are some silver linings that you've seen come out of this uh, for the industry? Well, just the incredible success we've had with, with the, the camps that Miles has done have been incredible. The feedback has been just super positive. The key for us now is just increasing awareness and getting more people doing it because it's it's it works. That's that's a fact, and we've seen it in multiple cases. Miles, same question. Uh, to just go on with Andy was saying, I mean, I was with uh, some. I've been talking with a lot of different ski academies, and kids are getting on skates. I did a clinic with a, a kid the other day, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know if I feel it." And then I skated with him, and he's like, "Okay, now I get it." You know, so he, I because I pushed him, and I and I made him. Uh, get those leg muscles burning, and that was very similar. He's like, okay, I'm sticking with this. So it's the positive in the ability to just recognize that it's going to be beneficial and just get out and do it whenever uh, you have the time as your training tool. Andy Hare, Miles Cotter-Sparrow, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us today on First Chair. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. From the PSIA ASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.